Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey. hey. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. This gentleman next to me is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. Each and every day we take your questions, comments, general opinions in the, in the content area below. And we turn them into videos. So leave us your questions and comments, like and subscribe. And who knows, perhaps your question will turn into tomorrow's video. It's magic. magic. Todd, today's question came from a question uh, that was posed in the comments section on a previous video. So look, magic does happen. Here it is. <laughs> what is the best Scrum certification path? Do you think it would be helpful before we answer this? I, I, I'm going to do this. I think it'd be helpful to say that I have had Scrum certifications from a lot of different accrediting bodies. I think that's, is that helpful to say? Yeah, I have too. We've, uh, I think we have both gone down many paths. Mm -hmm. um, so let's start here. The two main players in the marketplace mm -hmm. are Scrum.org and Scrum Alliance. Mm -hmm. Right? So... And full disclosure, Todd and I are professional scrum trainers with scrum.org. So we are slightly biased here. A right? little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we disclose that at the beginning of each and every show. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. we're not hiding that. We love it. We love working for Ken Schwaber's organization. We do. Right? Yeah. Um, what's interesting about both groups, Ken actually started both of them. Mm -hmm. um, a long, long time ago, uh, Ken started Scrum Alliance with uh, Esther Derby and... Mike Cohn, I believe. I think uh, that trio and maybe Ken Rubin was mixed in there as well. Um, and so Ken started that organization, left it, um, and formed Scrum.org 2009, 2010-ish, I think. Um, and so, look, those are the two players. Todd and I have clearly picked a path. Mm -hmm. I think what's best here is to talk about why we prefer Scrum.org. And let's mm -hmm. not get into the business of being negative because Scrum Alliance has some great people, some great trainers, some great students as well. What do you think of that, Todd? I think it's great. And then I think maybe we could just do a little bit of why um, certifications are or are not important. 
Yeah. That's a cliffhanger. You like let, that? Let's do that. <laughs> so, um, Todd, let, let's start us off. Uh, so the exams are difficult <laughs> that to me, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the big thing. That's where I, I, um, becoming a PST, uh, actually, um, you may not know this, Ryan, I had very, very, very little exposure to scrum network until there was a, um, a beta teach of, uh, Nexus, um, very many years ago. Geez, that makes me sound quite old at this point. And I attended it and I took the Nexus exam and I was like, yes, this is hard. This is hard. And then I went down the PST path, which of course you have to pass the PSM one, 95% or better PSD at that time I was going for the trainer and then you have to work through all these up to the PSM three, you know, like a super hard exam. I, I think they're hard. Um, I, I think that, and then by being hard, I felt when I get an exam, I still do. Like I just took a couple months ago, the PAL EBM exam. I really, I click that button and I wait and I get the immediate feedback and I'm just like, I passed. Whew, it's like a feeling of accomplishment. Like that was yeah. difficult. That was very thought provoking. That made me think about things in a different way. It was hard, right? Yeah, I, I agree. The assessments for me are are just, they're phenomenal. And I, I remember taking the PSM3. So this is the super duper advanced Scrum Master uh, assessment through scrum.org, the PSM3. And the first time I took it, I hit submit and I was like, I don't even care what I score on this. I learned a ton just taking it. Um, and I ended up passing it barely. Right. And of course, to teach scrum.org classes back when Todd and I became trainers, you had to score 95% or better on the PSM three. So incredibly high bar uh, to become a trainer, which I really, I really liked. It's a super high bar with a lot of um, really talented people at scrum.org monitoring that that situation all the way as you become a uh, as you progress through the steps there's a there's a person that uh, and, and her job is to just you know really make sure that those things are going well and that the right candidates are in place and you know Daphne does a great job at that I'm sure a lot of people out there who have interacted with scrum.org have met her um, and I just I loved the way that they really took that the quality they they still do take the quality seriously, right? I just loved that that the tests are hard, the bar is high um, for our students to be just get the PSM one, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. the the beginning exam. It's really that's not a trivial assessment. You you have to do more than just you know be able to pass the the fog test on a mirror uh, in order to be able to to pass that test, right? And um, and so, yeah, I think that the difficulty is important. The, the high bar of and expectations are important. I also love the fact they disconnected the assessment from the class. If you've got years of experience and you want to validate uh, your, your knowledge on scrum.org assessments, go take the test. You don't have to sit through a two-day class. Now, can the class help you uh, pass an assessment, although we don't teach to it? And can it also help you further your scrum career by new tools and ideas and, and interactions? Absolutely but you don't have to you know what else Todd? Yeah. I, I think that's a good way to close this episode is to talk about why you even get a certification to begin with. And to me, it's sure it looks great on your resume. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to, you just reminded me of a memory. I was in South Africa doing a keynote and Kent Beck is sitting in the front row and he asked me the question, Ryan, how do we eliminate the scourge of certifications from the world? <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> wow, what a question from Kent. And of course he was teasing me and having a little fun because I probably looked a little nervous doing a keynote in front of a lot of people. But I think what the, the, the path you're about to go down, Todd, is 
why do why do they help? You know, what do they actually mean? Um, and hopefully not why you think we should eliminate them. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the, uh, I, I would say that sure. Great. They look good on your resume. Yep. Uh, that to me, that's not the primary reason, you know, whether to who cares about the accrediting body. I think we gave a good pitch for why scrimmage is good, but I'll tell you what, regardless, learn something new. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I've gone and I've gone through training and I didn't agree with it. And it was okay. I still got certified in it. Cause I wanted to take the test and see if that would further either change my mind or solidify my knowledge or make me yeah. agree with it. Right. Like, so I think what it comes down to and the reason for any kind of certification, whether that's in you know a tech stack or whether that's with Scrum or whether that's with whatever else, is to learn something new, right? And I think that the Scrum Network exams are very good at that. I think there is probably some more out there that are good at that as well. When, when we start taking ex exams um, just for the sake of taking them and, not, and just getting through the content uh, without really giving credence to it, then I think that that's when I will be on the camp of let's eliminate all certifications. Yeah. It's about and, learning. And, and that's how I've always approached certifications. When I would set my target on achieving the PSM one, the PSM two, the PSM three, it was always as a, as a, it gave me a something to work towards with my learning. Right. So I was trying to achieve that, that assessment, but I was doing it in a way that I wanted to learn as much as possible and, and walk away knowledgeable about a topic. It's the same reason why, you know, right now I'm pursuing a, a master's degree. You know, I, it gives me a boundary to, to work within, right? Almost like boundaries, constraints, and goals help us do things, right? Well, the goal was the learning and it, and it really helped out. So I, I, I think it's a, it's a great way to approach things. And I hope that, uh, this, that this, this chat helps you as well, right? What do you think? Are we good here? Let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. All right. That means end screen time. Check out the socials, like, and subscribe. Uh, make sure you do not miss an episode of Your Daily Scrum, Fixing Your Agile Coaching, Fixing Your Kanban, uh, Fixing Your Agile Metrics. We got a lot of shows dropping lately. You don't want to miss a single one. Check out the videos below. They should have just popped up. The YouTube algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. Uh, leave your comments below. Your comments turn and questions turn into videos just like this one. So like magic. And so help the magic uh, keep going. Leave us your questions and comments. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great scrum. Earn some certificates if it helps your learning journey. And uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.